This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Guys, welcome into Masters of the Cinematic Universe, the universe where we master cinematic things. <laughs> I don't oh, know. No. What is what? <laughs> All I know is I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. That's yes, fine, you but you, you certainly don't piss catchphrases. <laughs> I, I, one of these days, <laughs> one of these is going to stick. Yep. Well, you may piss excellence, but I'm too drunk to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I piss excellence and I shit podcasts. Yeah. I... Uh, <laughs> I have partaken this evening uh, in in the in the theme of this movie. I think it's 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 deserved and it's necessary. I am uh, I'm a bit tipsy. Yeah, and I've got an oatmeal crepe pie. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Anyway, All right, we're already I'm into this the fucking movie. because <laughs> oh, it's so quotable. But anyway, yes, it is. It is. It is. Um, What's, what's hey, I'm drinking on? too. I'm drinking a, a beer called 1985. So you were my birth. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's an and IPA. this guy kind of dresses like me too. It's an IPA. IPA by uh, New Belgium, the Voodoo Ranger line. Oh, there we go. I went yeah. to New Belgium up in North Carolina, Nashville. Yeah. Had a cool, Did you? Is it an actual place. town or is it a No, it's a, a brewery. Brewery. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, I went to the town of Budweiser. I'm drinking Dr. <laughs> Pepper with cream soda. There Excellent. You go. There you go. That, I could actually get behind that. It's really good. It's, it's pretty good. I love cream soda. It's it's really good. It, it kind of just mellows out the Dr. Pepper a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, I've never been a Pepper fan, but that, I might like that. Try it. They also got a variety called Strawberries and Cream, which is Strawberry Dr. Pepper with cream soda. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? It's pretty good. Shit. All right. Now I got some new shit to try. <laughs> yeah. Doug, Doug's glucometer is going to fucking. Yeah. I know. Spike. Go off the rails, man. Yeah. Uh, is it Spike Lee or Spike Jones, though? <laughs> <laughs> I love both, so it's all right. All right. So what's new? I'm going to tell you what's new, man. Um, you know, like the whole Ticketmaster thing? Like, they got a cool. lot of heat for their, you know, general bullshit. Oh, I hope I get a refund because I just bought some tickets. But I'll get to that in my what's new. So I think as a gesture of goodwill or good press... They did some kind of fuckery where if you have Verizon, you can get any ticket for $25. No fucking way. Right? What? So we went nuts, dude. Oh, crazy not to. I can't believe we, any ticket, though. Well, I'm going to tell you the bands that I'm seeing this year. Okay. And uh, you tell me how you feel about this. Um, We're going to start off with the Bouncing Souls. That was already purchased. That doesn't really count. Yeah, but that's next week. So that's I'm a excited fun show. about it. Mm-hmm. So you got Sam I Am, Swinging Utters, Pet Needs, Bouncing Souls. Then I'm taking my wife to this guy, Charlie Puth. He's more of like a top 40 radio singer. I guy. know him. I know him through my daughter. 
There you go. So I, that, I do not know who that one is. This is like her Mother's Day present kind of a thing. Nice. You know, look at you. Not my cup gentleman. of tea, but he, you know, he's a good singer. You, you do know? what you got to do, and he is a great singer. But then the original Misfits. No fucking way. Yeah, with Fear and Megadeth. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I, I was. Oh, dude, I am so jealous. I was so pumped to get those tickets, man, because I've been trying to see the original Misfits since they started doing that, like up yeah. north at, at, you know, at the garden and stuff like yep. they're expensive tickets. They really yeah. are. So this was this was great. Um, Joe, you'll appreciate this. The Get Up Kids. Mm, that's a good one. I don't know that. The starting line. Something to write home about. Hold on. Hold on. Doug. What kind oh. of music is that? Amazing. It's one, one, one of my favorite albums. Ever. No, it's kind of like emo. Yeah, like, no, my daughter. Between like a pop punk oh, and emo. Oh, dude. No, see, I know that from that. I yeah, know that yeah, from yeah. Your, daughter's, your daughter's painting. Something to write home about by the Get Up Kids. Okay, one of my favorite albums ever. I know that from ever. your daughter's painting. I remember I that. That's that great. Yep. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Newfound Glory, All American Rejects. I know, I know them. Yeah, that, know that'll them. be a good show. Yep. That's and cool. Then, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. And then we have The Offspring, right? Oh. With uh, a Simple Plan and Some 41. No fucking way. Oh, it's their final tour. God, final tour. I don't want to go to that, too. Uh, what, is this in Orlando? Ghost. That is in Tampa. You need an extra Tampa. ticket? Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can hook it up, man. You got then, all these for $25 a pop? All for twenty five dollars a pop. Yeah, Eric, so maybe good. going to some of these with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially get them kids, get them kids in some forty one. Dude, I'm telling. Well, that's two different shows, but that's I know. Why I we mean, go to both. I, I think I could swing some money. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> take a big bucks here. Yeah. Then the Smashing Pumpkins. No way. With that's dope uh, too. rival sons and Interpol. Yeah, because we were like, when, A, when are we going to get to see the Smashing Pumpkins for $25? Is it with Big Fat Billy Corbin? Corbin? Yeah. Well, you know something? I got to say that current Billy Corgan is reasonable Billy Corgan. Like, old Billy Corgan was a dick. Yeah, Yeah, that's the only reason I I called him Big Fat because I heard he was a dickhead. The the personality of 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 the artist affects me. Yeah. But current Billy Corgan, he realized that he was a dick and he's not a dick anymore. Was that when he got he, with he Reverend? He could be a little obnoxious, but he's not a dick. So yeah. I'm so yeah. excited for you. That's great. I, I always thought he was a dick, too. He always he always came yeah. off like, I think he's quoted as saying, like, we wrote the greatest song of all time. No, of course. Smartest like, guy yeah. in the room. Smartest guy in the yeah. fucking room. What song was that? <laughs> <laughs> I must exactly. have missed that one. Exactly. And then finally... This this wasn't part of that twenty five dollars, but this this ticket was gifted to me by um, a dude named Michael, a BDM, and it's No FX's final tour. So it's really um, No FX, Pennywise, the Circle Jerks, and Less Than Jake. No fucking Damn, way. That's a great lineup too. So oh, dude, like man. this year, I'm so excited to see this 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 level of live music this year is going to be fucking awesome. That is so great. Yeah, that's I might so cool. Go to a couple of those with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you gotta, yeah. I got some tickets too for my dad, basically, because it's like right before his birthday. It's October something or other, and his birthday is the beginning of November. Uh, but it's his, it's his favorite band, and then one of his fav- all time favorite bands as well in Black Crows and Aerosmith, and it's Aerosmith's final oh, tour. Dude, that's cool, man. That's it's, really it's that's the Aerosmith Peace Out tour. It's their last yeah, tour it's ever. Last, it's a farewell tour. So we're gonna go see them in Tampa at the Amway. But those were like about one hundred and seventy something each for the like upper see, decks. You know, it's funny because... And it sold out in minutes. I know. We, um, 
Aerosmith's last show, right, of that tour is at the Boston Garden. Oh. Yep, yep. But it's on New Year's Eve. And Erica looked it up. We were driving up it's, to New I got New it. insane expensive. It's like 250 bucks a pop. Mm. That's not you terrible, know? though. No, but here's the thing, right? And it's funny. My daughter said that, right? I, I started balking at the price. My daughter was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> well, Dude, I saw Aerosmith in 1981 for fucking $19 a oh, ticket. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm stuck in that era. I can't. And I understand why it's different now, because back then the money came from the albums. The money came from the music. Well, also but now you can't because it's $19 in 1980s music is still like $100 today. No, I understand. But again, you could make the bands could make the money for the music. Now they can't. They get fucked by Spotify and all the other streaming services. So they've got to make the money on the tour. I understand that. We're almost dead center in the arena to the stage. We're just like one section to the right Uh of dead center. But we're in the top, like the the third third level. But I mean, I've seen I've seen Aerosmith seven fucking times. I'm sure it's still gonna be like they're the band of all the bands besides Rush. I kick myself for like that's a regret of my life not seeing Rush on their on their farewell tour. Yeah. But Aerosmith is a band again. I've seen seven times. I would love to see them, but I can't justify five hundred fucking dollars for two tickets. I can't do it. That's a ticket. That's a fucking plane ticket to Vegas. It's two plane tickets to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. But I Vegas ain't Vegas ain't going it. anywhere. <laughs> exactly. I, would, I, I can't do it. I would say you have to do it. I know. If you've never seen them, I've never seen them. Seen them if you've seen them seven times, times. I, you know that's what. It, like I, I saw but, when, the, but not when only is it their last is the tour, when it's Joe their Perry last show of the last tour. <laughs> that's true. It's pretty historic. I know. Yeah, yeah. That dude, I am so bit. fucking torn. For, but the easy part of it is, I don't have the money right now, so I can't do it. Well, the tickets yeah. are probably sold out too. <laughs> no, well, I'd have to go resale. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. I, I wish I would have bought more. Honestly, I wasn't even thinking about. It. I probably should have bought like ten tickets to resell. Oh, because you could have sold them for three, four hundred bucks a pop. Yeah, I didn't even think about it when I was buying them. I was just trying to get them. I had my dad on the phone. My dad thought they were gonna be like five or six hundred bucks each, and I was. Yeah. And when I told him they were one hundred and seventy-five, he's like, "Yeah, lock, lock them in." Yeah. But you know what? I did hear because uh, Aerosmith, they did a residency in Vegas, and they were bad. It was fucking awful. But they took that to heart. Yeah. And now they've. I can't imagine on their farewell tour they're going to be bad. No, that's the thing. They took that to heart, the criticism, and they've refocused their efforts. And I think they're going to be spot on. They're going to be killer for the fucking farewell. So you're right, Joe. And it's Black Crows, too, which is that Black Crows is actually Mm -hmm. my dad's favorite band. So, like, to have them and then also Aerosmith, that's going to be pretty fun. No, that's great because Black Crows are Aerosmith without ripping off Aerosmith. They're their own thing and they're fucking great. They kick yeah. ass. Like, that's a perfect tour, man. Yes. Nice. nice, I'm, nice. I'm pretty excited for that one. Yeah, I feel like on the last tour, you you put in the extra effort, man. Even you that, have no, to. that no you effects have tour, to. it's funny. Like, Fat Mike was like, we actually practiced this time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kind of want to go that, too. That's fucking great. That's the yeah. way to go, Franco, on American. I love, like, no effects. I've, that's always been one of my favorite punk bands. Yeah. You know, it's funny with no effects. I had, n- I, you know, I had a peripheral view of the punk scene, right? You know, because I was already an adult with kids and everything. I didn't learn about no effects until like you guys, until like my, what? my reentry into like the guitar scene and Facebook groups and shit, you know, like the flipping flippers and that whole group. I learned about no effects and I love them. 
Dude, like, the, yeah. the, the, the 90s for me was Fat Records, man. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. no effects, no use for a name. Um, yep. Just a bunch of great bands, man. Because yeah. Possessions never meant anything to me. I'm not crazy. <laughs> In fact, that's true. I've got a bed and oh, a dog who pisses cool. on my floor. Yeah, that's right. I've got a floor. So what? <laughs> so what? I love this. I, I love linoleum. All right, that's the podcast, folks. Joe's just going to do linoleum. Yeah, we're going to do linoleum. Look, here's linoleum. the thing. I can't sing very good, but I can sing punk rock. <laughs> no, yeah. absolutely. That's you like got, what my voice is made for. for that. Fuck yeah. Right up there with yeah. Fat Mike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I need to gain a little weight, but I do got a bass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, it's funny because my, my what's new is ticket related, but completely. You got completely, a ticket. <laughs> completely fucking different, right? And it's only going to mean something to me, but I don't care. So to, I've probably given this story before, laid out this story before. But so my, my son, John, he's a he's a huge British soccer fan, right? Huge. Football fan. He's an Arsenal fan. He's been an Arsenal fan forever, like since high school, right? The guy's just turned 30. He's turning 30 this year. So back in 2017, I decided as a joke, I'm going to get into British soccer. So the way British soccer works, they got the Premier League. It's on top, right? That's the best teams. So there was a team. There were three, and there's leagues underneath it. And the top three teams in a league underneath it, they get promoted to the Premier League, to the best league. So I grabbed the team, the Brighton and Hove Albion Seagulls, right? I love the fucking name. It's a stupid name. Seagulls, cool right? name that's like their mascot. I said, that's my team, right, as a joke. Well, this season, it starts in it starts in the late summer, early fall. I got into it. Like, I started actually watching them because, like, the Peacock streaming has the Premier League teams, you know, games and stuff. So I started watching them. I got jerseys. I got I, I fully immersed myself in the shit. Then I find out, like, a month ago that for next season, the season, again, starts in late, late summer, early fall. They're doing a preseason schedule, six Premier League teams in the States. And Brighton's one of the fucking teams. Oh, shit. I am nice. out of my fucking mind. I signed up for the pre-sale. If I get my email for the pre-sale, I got my code. These sons of bitches are playing in, in Newark, New Jersey at the Red Bull Stadium, like Ew. 20 minutes from John's house, which he just bought. He just bought this house. They're not even in it yet, right? 20 minutes from his fucking house. Unfortunately, it's on his birthday. It's on his 30th <laughs> birthday, so he can't go. Because his wife's got beautiful plans for him, which is fantastic. But so Erica and I are going to see the Brighton and Hove Albion Seagulls play Newcastle in the States on July 28th. Like, I'm out of my fucking mind excited for this thing. It's like <laughs> the best thing ever. I got seats behind the goal, right? So for one half, I'm 12 rows up from the fucking floor. What? Eh. Behind cool, the goal, man. like just a little bit to the left, behind the goal seeing my fucking team and I'm out of my mind. So it's like the same thing. And fuck Ticketmaster because these tickets were 38 bucks a pop, but it still cost me $130. Fuck you, yeah, Ticketmaster. Yeah, the fees, man. Okay? Because all the fees. 38 bucks a pop, right? $76 and another 60 fucking dollars or $50 in fees. Dude, it speaking of me. fees... Um, right now, um, this is going on because I, I've been seeing this all over like some of my Facebook groups I'm in. Mm -hmm. Because of the fact this is the last year of the Hemi, like they're yeah. marking cars 100% over retail, like for like Why the Hellcats and stuff. Last year of the Hemi. 
because they decided to go all electric like the rest of the stupid ass country. <laughs> I know Joe loves that. I'm like, yeah. you can this still make the, on the show. one of the best engines ever made, but the Hellcats right now, mm. um, they're like they're like ninety nine thousand, and then they have a ninety nine thousand markup on them. No fucking Jesus way. Because everybody's trying to buy them. Like they're special limited editions. There's a place here, um, about twenty minutes north of me, that does conversions for Challengers. They basically right. make convertible Challengers out of regular ones. Mm. Yeah, they're dope. Um, and they have their entire like, like property is just lined up with brand new Challengers. There's like probably two hundred of them on their property. Then across the street, there's like another property they own, and there's probably like another hundred and fifteen of them over there. Holy shit! They just loaded up because it's the last year they're going to be able to get them with the, with Hemi's in them, so they're going to convert them to convertibles. No, that makes sense. Sure. And probably about fifty or sixty of them are Hellcats. Oh, that's fantastic. So yeah, I'll, I'll get the name of the place next time I pass by there. I don't know. I might be able to find a Google Maps just so you can see what they look like. But you know, yeah, it's really cool because uh, ch- the challenges they don't make convertible versions of. So this place does. No, it. exactly. That's, cool. that's fucking great. Hey Doug, this is going to be a trigger warning for you because it's <laughs> because it's yeah. about it's about the Red Sox, but yeah. in a in a very peripheral way. Uh-huh. I was wearing this jersey today in the morning, and it's a yeah. Ted Williams jersey. And so my my son is actually all my kids have gotten into baseball this season, but my nice. son especially. And you know, they've like we've been watching the games with them, so they sort of pick their favorite players and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. um he asked me, he was like, Who's Ted Williams? Because it's got a signature on the bottom. And I was like, Oh, Ted Williams, one of the greatest hitters of all time. And he's like, Well, you know, I really like um his favorite players is uh I think Josh Turner, they were arguing like him and my daughter about like their favorite hitter on the current team. Yep. I was like, no, no, buddy, you don't have to worry. Like Ted Williams is dead. Like he played, (laughs) he played a long time ago. When I said Ted Williams is dead, he goes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucking great. Have you taught, have you taught him that Ted Williams was one of the biggest douchebags why well, no, no, walk the earth? We're gonna whitewash that whole oh, situation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I read- need you to know, Eric, that my daughter-in-law, her license plate in New Hampshire is number nine. N-U-M-B-A-H. Yes. Nine. I love that. I love that. Okay. So she's yes. with you hundred percent. Yeah, I, I read Ted Williams' um autobiography and I was like, man, I love Ted Williams, yeah. but this guy's a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, did he admit he was a douchebag or just rolled with it? just came off he yeah. just he just rolled with yeah. it yeah oh yeah fucker he I, was yeah he's a colossal prick but that's okay i sent you that website um i know called, i saw i didn't click on it because we're busy but um yeah just a picture dude that's amazing a fucking convertible challenger it's pretty dope um that's nuts dude is you know what i like you know what i like about this car more than anything more than the customization the fact it looks like a good picture the guy took a good picture. It looks like it would go pretty fast. Oh, it does. I think uh, that one's dude, the Hellcat. Yeah, too. I just I did click on it. That is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, that place is right up the yeah. road for me. I pass it all the time, and they have just like out parked out front, just hundreds of, of convertible Challengers. Oh, it makes and right sense. now they have like they'd be crazy not to a do few that. hundred brand new ones that they just bought to to convert. Yeah. The conversion's like twenty four thousand on top of your actual car, though. Jesus Christ. But I don't I mean, know if I told you. So you have I, have, cool. I have a friend of mine. I have a friend of mine who's a drag racer, right? He does top fuel shit, right? He had an opportunity. Um, does he ever twist his ankle? <laughs> you know, running in the high heels? Yes, exactly. Dodge was selling uh, race ready 
fucking drag race ready challengers. Yeah, they're called the demon. Tw- yeah, for 20. 20- no, no, no. But all it was was the car, the frame, no engine. Oh. Right? Because mm. they're just strictly for fucking drag racing. 25 grand a pop. Mm. So, and you had, there were, they were selling 25 of them. And he had to put himself on a list. And he's obviously got a lot of money. Um, he had himself set up for one. He got like number 16 of 25. And then somebody who had signed up bailed. So he bought the second one. Oh, again, he's got a lot of fucking money. So he got number 23. So he got two of them that he put drag race and engines in. Yeah. And besides his top fuel, he would fucking run these two. That's and awesome. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Dodge makes one called the Demon. Which comes yeah. over a thousand horsepower stuff like from the factory. Right. I know it's crazy. <clears throat> and it comes so when you buy it, it comes with one seat and you can buy the rest of the seats for a dollar. <laughs> it That's also sweet. comes with this giant toolbox, like this gigantic like snap on toolbox. Yeah. And in that toolbox is a bunch of like parts to change the car to make it uh track ready. Um, including skinny front tires, like fat rear tires. Holy shit, um, that's great. So a different couple engine modifications. So that way it can drive on the street or it can drive, drive on the track. On the street, street ready. Is that oh, the car that comes great. with two sets of keys? The um, street well, legal set and the... Hellcats street. come with that. All Hellcats oh, okay. too. Okay. They come oh, with a red set of keys, which is the Hellcat keys, and then the black set of key, which is the valet key. And basically <laughs> the red keys open up the full 700 plus horsepower and the black keys only get, get around 400. Holy okay. shit. All right. Well, hey, you know what? We're talking about horsepower. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. I like to go fast. I like, I like to go to fast because if you ain't first or last. You can't have two number ones. That would be 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we are doing a movie tonight that's got a lot of horsepower in it. Yeah, it um, does. A lot of horse something. <laughs> a lot of horse something. Exactly. And this movie tonight also has a lot of fucking clips in it. <laughs> so yeah, it we does. need to get started. Um, my Do you note, like my note, clips? Say you like yeah. clips. <laughs> my note tally is only at seven pages, so that's pretty average for me. But I have blown the doors off my clip record. Like, yeah. I think I average about 25 minutes of clips. I got 41 minutes of clips oh, in this yeah. movie because there is no other way to express the hilarity and the beautifulness of this fucking flick. So we're talking about it's a lot amazing. of horsepower. We're talking about NASCAR. Uh, we are talking about a movie that was pitched to the studio <laughs> in six words. It said Will Farrell as a NASCAR driver. <laughs> and the studio said, we're in. Yep. All right. We are talking about Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Um, you got two first names? Yeah, exactly. You got two first names. Um, this movie, it's funny. Um, Eric messaged beforehand that he that he let, I guess you let your wife know. Oh yeah, yeah. She asked me. She was like, "What are you guys? What are you guys doing um, on the podcast tonight?" I said, "Oh, um, Talladega Nights, the you know the Will Ferrell movie." And she was like, "Talladega Nights." She's like, "Joe picked that, didn't he?" And I was like, (laughs) "Nope, nope." It was it was Doug. You guys just realized couldn't she couldn't fucking but she was like what so the thing is <laughs> you guys weird. finally realize i remember having all this fun while you're doing all these serious movies i know exactly you're right i need to cut loose i'm cutting loose that's the thing so this movie um it means a lot to me and it means a lot to my family because this is a movie that gets quoted oh yeah um a lot in my house and that's why the clips are plentiful oh and they could have went longer like i'm, I'm sitting no, here like, exactly. I'm like, We're cutting them off. that's the thing i restrained myself i know i could have added so many more we could have just played like, the entire movie and talked about yes it. 
Because the clips, a lot of the clips are pulled specifically because they are quoted yeah. in my house, especially Tim and I, Tim, John, and I, and Dan. Um, it's just things that we say on a regular basis. So I, I had to do this movie. It's it's like sort of against type, but fuck it. I don't care. Um, I, you know, in preparation of this movie, I got drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I am currently tipsy. At, yeah, to boy. Say the least, because you can't do this movie and not be tipsy. Um, so yeah, we're going to dive in Let's drinking and driving. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so Talladega nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby, July 26th, 2006. God, I'm slurring my words so bad. It's great. Um, this is directed by Adam McKay. So Adam McKay and Will Ferrell it stars, Will Ferrell. They're obviously a team. Um, but Adam McKay directed this on his own. I mean, if you don't know, fucking step brothers, anchorman, the big short succession, um, the guy's pedigree is is beyond reproach. He is a fucking comedic and even dramatic, you know, um, professional. I mean, Succession. I don't know who watches that. But I just started that actually. We did two or an episode uh, two. I, I just believe. finished you episode two. Yeah. Gonna, um, I will along. tell you though, the yeah. cameramen are trying to give me motion sickness. Oh no! I know <laughs> the whole thing's like this. The whole fuck. I'm like, stop moving the fucking camera. <laughs> it's funny. My cousin has the same problem with that kind of shit, but. Succession is one of the greatest television shows ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm kidding really you guys. Two it. episodes in, but you are going to fall in love with this thing and you're going to roll through it because it is laugh out loud funny and dramatic at the same time. And the writing is the smartest writing you're ever going to see. You're going to yeah. fucking love it. So. My favorite character so far is the cousin that comes from out of town. Yes, oh, Greg. Is so like, Greg is Greg. awesome. Greg <laughs> is the best. I like him he is also. the best. But fucking I, I god it, it, i can't even i'm just gonna shut up because i can go on for hours about that too yeah um i'm enjoying it so far yeah you're, you guys are gonna love it so it's written by adam mckay and, and brian Will cox Farrell. as it brian cox dude just all you just get used to this fuck off fuck yeah. off because that's all brian cox says fuck off um hey what's that fucking, movie you like farva yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cuz that's all I could think of every time I see him. Exactly. He is and that shows you the depth and the skill of Brian I'm going to pistol up like, the next person to session Higgins. He can do he can do super troopers and fucking succession at the same time. Oh, did like, you guys This is how good he is. Did you guys watch the new Broken Lizard movie Quasi? I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty I good. I haven't seen it yet. I, I mean, know, it's a I've Broken Lizard movie, out. but it's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. So, the movie opens to the sounds of a speeding race car. Um, there's a quote that comes up on screen. It says, America's all about speed. Hot, nasty, badass speed. Yeah. And it attributes that quote to Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> 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 it's fucking great. That just set, that sets the tone as to where this movie's going, right? So we are going to dive right into a clip. Again, these clips are long, but they're all fucking worth it. Roll it, Joe.
jump. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that Waffle House was okay with me coming here to talk to y'all about my day-to-day. And y'all, that's pretty much, in a shell, what it's like to manage a Waffle House. Ma'am, I don't know what else you want me to say to them, and I'm also going to need to know where your commode's at. Okay, let's give a round of applause. Thank you. Okay, next up is Ricky Bobby. Ricky, is your father here? No, ma'am. I haven't seen my daddy in years. But my mama says he's out racing cars and, well, dipping his wick in anything that moves. <laughs> okay, kids, that's enough. We're going to move on to Brennan, whose father Don't pay them my mind, Ricky. Thanks, Cal. Shake and bake. You'll be my best friend forever. His job is like as a prison guard. Uh, excuse me, darling. I'm Reese Bobby. I'm here for career day with my son, Ricky. Dad! Hey, hey there, boy! Man, you got big. How long's it been? Three, four months? <laughs> Ten years. Ten years? Man, I gotta lay off the peyote. <laughs> Mr. Bobby, there's no smoking in here. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. Okay. I am a semi-professional race car driver and an amateur tattoo artist. <laughs> and the first thing you gotta learn if you're gonna be a race car driver is you don't listen to losers like your know-it-all teacher over here. Okay, I think that's enough. The teacher wants you to go slow, and she's wrong, because it's the fastest who gets paid. And it's the fastest who gets late. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You people are in the wrong on this one. Still in the wrong. This is egregious. Do you hear me? Egregious. We were shellbacks together, Andy. You got a payback coming. Damn. Don't listen to these people, Ricky. You're a winner. You got the gift. Always remember, if you ain't first, you're last. If you ain't first, you're last. See you when you're grown up. I'll, I'll see you when, you know, I'm really going to need you to come in on Saturday. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that must be the Lumberg she slept with. Because how the fuck <laughs> is that fucking Gary Cole? It's so great. Like, I, when I looked at IMDb, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yep. what? How's that yep. fucking Lumberg? <laughs> it's so fucking great. Oh, so, that's that's a that, fucking range. <laughs> it's like my range yeah. of acting. In that clip, we meet, uh, we meet, Ricky Bobby's parents. We meet yep. uh, we meet Reese Bobby and Lucy Bobby, uh, played by Gary Cole and Jane Lynch. I mean, two. Yeah. Great. Also, she doesn't even look like Jane Lynch ever in this no, movie. She doesn't. How she doesn't. they they get these people to look so different? Um, it's it's just it's amazing. And yeah. just just to to warn the listeners, we're gonna be laughing at every clip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're gonna oh, hear yeah. us chuckling at help. every fucking. I can't clip. help it. It's too funny. But of of that whole clip, my favorite line is. We were cellmates together. Yeah. You got payback coming, Andy. <laughs> you got payback coming, Andy. Oh, it's I, I like great. the Waffle House manager. <laughs> exactly. And so, I'm, I'm going to need to use your commode. He's very Milton, too, is the funny part. I know. Yes, exactly. You got Lumberg and Milton right there in the first scene of this movie. So we meet we meet a young Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton Jr., our protagonist for this yeah. movie. 
Um, they will eventually be played by Will Farrell and John C. Riley um, in Academy Award winning nominated. Well, they weren't nominated, but they should have been. <laughs> All right, I'm reaching, but um, just fucking priceless roles. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, John C. Riley is one of my favorite actors. I love He's him. Amazing. In He's everything. amazing. You know, and, and and a quick thing. It's funny because he was on I, one of my favorite podcasts is the Mark Maron WTF podcast, right? Because his interview skills are amazing. Yeah. He interviewed John C. Riley, and it was the most awkward, one of the most awkward interviews ever because Riley didn't want to open up about anything. Like he's a very reserved, private person. So which is funny because never... he said the yes. fucking Steve, the Doctor Steve Brule show. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But as 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 him, he's yeah. very reserved. So it was a very awkward interview to listen to. It was very uncomfortable to listen to. I don't know but, why for uh, me, like every time like I think of his like past, I just think of him as Dewey Cox. No, exactly. Exactly. So he's fucking uh, wreck it, Ralph. I mean, come <laughs> on. Yep. So uh, uh we get a we get a splash up on the screen. It's Talladega Super Speedway 15 years later. Oh yeah. All right. We meet Lucius Washington, played by Michael Clark Duncan. Rest in in peace. a great fucking performance. Uh, he is the pit crew chief of the Laughing Clown Malt Liquor Racing Team. I want that trucker hat that says Laughing Clown on it. Like, I want I the know. Laughing Clown trucking hat so bad. It is so great. So, he is calling his driver in for a pit stop, right? We now meet a grown-up Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton Jr. Uh, they are part of the pit crew. Uh, we also see uh, David Koechner in a great yeah. fucking supporting role. And Jack McBrayer from, uh, oh, yeah. from 30 Rock. I've been re-watching uh, 30 Rock <laughs> 30 Rock is one of the best shows ever. I started it again because I just, yeah. I, I was like, it's the one, it's the one show of the NBC lineup I've only watched once. Yeah. It's such a great show. Yeah. So, so uh, the driver comes in for the pit stop. They're changing the tires. They're doing all the fuel adding and stuff. The, the driver, he exits the car. Right? What are you he doing? Out. He, you know, he, he exits the car to announce that he's got to take a piss, yeah. <laughs> but there's no need to stress because he's already in last place. doesn't yep. matter. Right. Uh, Lucius is besides himself, but he asks if anyone in the pit crew wants to step in a drive. So Ricky Bobby, of all people, he steps up. I like um, that the driver's eating a sandwich. Like, I know. A hamburger. This chicken is great. This took forever to make, though. I know. And Kechner's like, yeah, they do make a great sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Eric just posted. You can buy the hat, Joe. Nice. I sent you the link, buddy. Heck go. yeah. Uh, so, you know, Ricky, after some uh, conversation <laughs> by, by Cal, to hold him back in the pits. Ricky's like, I think we got to go. You know, we're a little late on time here. Uh, he heads out on the track. Um, He fucking passes everyone. Like the guy is hell bent. He's like, <laughs> at one point he's even like, tells Lucius, I got to chub because this is like the greatest moment of my whole life. <laughs> he's going, he ends up finishing third. Um, We already made reference to his after race interview. It's fucking priceless. He's like he starts. He starts off by talking real low. He, he doesn't know how to. He just doesn't know how to interview. He's totally awkward. His hands are fucking lifting my, up. I don't know what to do with camera. my hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Just keep me at your side. But he can't do it. You know, some of the car, the car, the car, kind of great. He just he can't just fucking do it. He has no clues. And then uh, uh, fucking uh, dickhead sons talking to his dad. He can't interview. Yeah, yeah but he right? can we, drive yeah, the car. Yeah, we've got Dennett Senior and Dennett Junior just fucking yeah. Dennett Senior is all all about Ricky Bobby, and Junior is just like fuck him. Played by uh, um, uh, Greg Greg Ger German. Yeah, yeah Greg, Greg German. German. He's yeah, he's fucking great. He's uh, a great like foil. He's a good um, 
in, in that yes. Walter Peck kind of category. Yes, yes that's, exactly. that's what I was thinking. And of course, exactly. his wife's Molly Shannon. Yep. Oh, oh she's great so in this. Good. Her and Will he Ferrell, every time movie. I see them together, I think of my high school because we were the Spartans and we had the exact same uniforms for our cheerleaders. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, Molly Shannon steals every scene she's in in this movie. Yeah. Oh, so. the race cars <laughs> go <by. laughs> Yep. So because of Ricky's success, once he's the the he, uh, the driver, he is hired as the main driver for Dennett Racing. Uh, he dominates the NASCAR circuit. Uh, he the thing is we we need to understand he's either winning or he's wrecking, trying to win. Okay. Um, based on what he heard from his dad, you're either first or you're last. Those are his choices. He's either going to win or he's going to wreck trying. All right. Uh, the team is so successful that on Ricky's word, they hire Cal as the second driver. Uh, they come up with the catchphrase, shake and bake. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's hysterical the way they do the shake and bake. Shake and bake is a theme of this whole movie. Um, the two drivers continue their domination of NASCAR. Uh, during a, a victory celebration, Ricky meets his future wife, Carly, yeah. played by Leslie Bell. Well, I hope she's 18. Um, yeah, she flashes him. She flashes her breast. Hey, driver, drive these. Yeah. And Ricky's response is, I hope she's 18. Please be 18. Please be 18. You know? And then we move right into some Polaroids of the marriage, uh, red eyes and all. They're fucking, you know, they're ready to go. They're married now. Um, So... Uh, <laughs> They get to a point where Ricky signed an autographs. He signs one for Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> he signs a woman's breast. He signs a baby's head. And then he accidentally signs the forehead of his PR person, Susan, played by a young Amy Adams. I know. Um, so, you young. know, yes, she at this point reminds him of his commercial commitments. So we got another clip. Let's roll it. Oh, I real quick. I forgot yeah. to mention the original driver who got out of the car, Terry Chaveau, was played by Adam McKay. No fucking way. I didn't know. I didn't even look that up. Yeah. That's amazing. So that was his role in the movie. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. I and fucking love it. Here's your clip. Summer's ready. Come on, y'all. Been slaving over this for hours. <laughs> Dear Lord. Oh, no. You, you missed the clip. Oh, did I? Or is our brothers yeah. in the South? Commercials. Wait. Uh, if you didn't pull it, it's fine. I thought I did, but let's try this again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did I get him out nope. of order? Maybe I got him out of order. Would easily no be a 94. Mm. Also, no, no I, 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 I know I pulled it. What the hell? Oh, my God. Because I've got... Unless it just screwed... Oh, wait, I see what happened. Maybe. I don't know. I'm a screw up, guys. No worries, Joe. I don't know. It's not there. Nope. All right, no worries. That's so weird. So the clip we're talking about is... Um, because Ricky's so popular now, he, he's doing promotional. He's doing commercials. <laughs> And of all the commercials, it's the fucking Big Red, right? That gets quoted in the house all the time. At, at one point, so he's doing a commercial, looking in the camera. If you don't shoot Big Red, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. And that's like said in the house all the fucking time. If you don't shoot Big Red, fuck you, okay? Uh, so we get to another quick clip of a post-race interview. <laughs> and this is what we were talking about before. And I should have pulled it, but again, I was like already freaked out because I'm going to have so many clips. But, you know, he's being interviewed by by the commentator, and his first comment is, well, I'm the best there is. I wake up every morning and piss excellence. <laughs> Something is screwing me up here. Sorry, I'm, I'm like, no, 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 I'm no like worries. hyper-focused now. No worries. 
And then, he, you know, he finishes the whole interview by, if you're not first, you're last, trademark Ricky Bobby Inc. <laughs> you know, so it's like he's trademarking everything, just like NASCAR drivers do. I mean, you know, when they do an interview, they've got to name the 50 fucking sponsors of the car before they talk about the car handling well, you know? Yeah. So, um, it I, is now. We are I at the Bobby play. house. I want to play this so bad. I know. We're at the Bobby house, and it's time for dinner. And this is the longest clip. It's five and a half fucking minutes long. But I, there's no way you can not play this whole fucking clip. So this is dinner at the Bobby house. Roll it, Joe. All right. I'm really hoping I didn't mess this one up now, too. No, no, no. You, I heard you play it. <laughs> but that one short. So we'll see what happens here. Let's see if this plays. I'm at the play halfway through. Summer's ready. Come on, y'all. Been slaving over this for hours. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, Jesus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. I just want to take time to say thank you for my family, my two beautiful, beautiful, handsome, striking sons, Walker and Texas Ranger, or TR, as we call them. And of course, my red-hot smoking wife, Carly, who's a stone-cold fox, mm. who if you were to rate her ass on a hundred, would easily be a 94. Mm. Also want to thank you for my best friend and teammate, Cal Naughton Jr., who's got my back no matter what. Shake and bake. Dear Lord Baby Jesus, we also thank you for my wife's father, Chip. We hope that you can use your Baby Jesus powers to heal him and his horrible leg. And it smells terrible, and the dogs are always mm. bothering with it. Mm. Dear tiny infant Jesus. Hey, um, you know, sweetie, Jesus did grow up. You don't always have to call him baby. It's a bit odd and off-putting to pray to a baby. Well, look, I like the Christmas Jesus best, and I'm saying grace. When you say grace, you can say it to grown-up Jesus or teenage Jesus or bearded Jesus or whoever you want. You know what I want? I want you to do this grace good so that God will let us win tomorrow. Dear tiny Jesus, <laughs> your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled-up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. <laughs> Look, I like the baby version the best. Do you hear me? I win the races and I get the money. Ricky, finish the damn grace. I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt because it says like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party too. Because I like to party, so I like my Jesus to party. I like to picture Jesus as a ninja fighting off evil samurai. I like to think of Jesus like with giant eagle's wings yeah. and singing lead vocals oh, for Leonard Skinner with like an angel band. And I'm in the front <laughs> row and I'm hammered drunk. Hey Cal, why don't you just shut up? Yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. Okay. Dear eight pound, six ounce, <laughs> newborn infant Jesus. Don't even know a word yet. Just a little infant, so cuddly, mm. but still omnipotent. Mm. We just thank you for all the races I've won and $21.2 million. Woo! 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 Love that money that I have accrued over this past season. Also, due to a binding endorsement contract that stipulates I mentioned Powerade at each grace. I just want to say the Powerade is delicious mm. and it, it cools you off on a hot summer day. Yep. And we look forward to Powerade's release of Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Mm. Thank you for all your power and your grace, dear baby God. Amen. 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 Let's dig in. That was a hell of a grace, man. You nailed that like a split hog. appreciate that. I'm not going to lie to you. It felt good. Dad, you, you made that grace your bitch. <laughs> hey, boys, I want to see some napkins in the lap. Boys, how was school today? 
I threw a bunch of Grandpa Chip's war medals off the bridge. <laughs> that sounds like a good day. Texas Ranger, how about you? Well, the teacher asked me what was the capital of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I said Washington, D.C. Bingo. Nice. George's in Florida, done that. wrong. I said, you got a lumpy butt. <laughs> she got mad at me and yelled at me, and I pissed in my pants. And I never did change my pee pants all day. I'm still sitting in my dirty pee pants. I went my bed until I was 19. There's no shame in that. I get emotional. These guys are working so hard, and... I'm just so proud of you. You remind me of me, precocious and full of wonderment. Mm. I'll tell you what, Ricky, you are truly blessed. These two are two in a million. I am. Just like Carly Tatas. All right. You won't find another rack like that, I guarantee it. Thank you, Cal. That's real sweet of you, Cal. Cal, that's a real nice sentence. That's about one of the nicest things you've ever said. Well, I mean it. Stop it, gonna make me cry. It comes from my heart. I can't hold my tongue. These kids are my grandchildren, and you are raising them wrong. They are terrible boys. Shut up, Chip, or I'll go ape shit on your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Turn up the heat. Go on and get some, boys. Come on. I'm ten I'm years old, but I'll beat your, kick ass. your ass. Chip, I'm gonna come at you like, like a spider, like a spider monkey. monkey. Like a spider monkey. Go on. Chip, you brought this on, man. Greatest generation, my ass. Tom Brokaw is a punk. What is wrong with you? Chip, I'm gonna jacked up on my. I love that. You gonna let your sons talk to their grandfather like that? I'm their elder. I sure as hell am, Chip. I love the way they're talking to you. Because they're winners. Winners get to do what they want. Hell, you're just a bag of bones. Only thing you ever done with your life is make a hot daughter. That's it. That's it. That is it. If we wanted us some wussies, we would have named them Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman, okay? I worked too hard for your bull, Chip. Come here. Hot, come on. Everyone just keep eating. It's on. <laughs> All right. You hold your hair. No, I'll hold your hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I am crying. I'm fucking crying it's right so now. so good. Um, that scene is one of the greatest comedy scenes ever. It, I, so I, well I written. I put it up against fucking anything. That and the goddamn... Uh, the Nutty Professor dinner scene. Oh, that's oh, those yeah. two scenes are two of the funniest fucking scenes ever. Yeah. It's, what is I it mean, about scenes at tables being funny? Like I know it's got electrolytes. I put it with that. But yes, exactly. Yeah. But dude, the fucking I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey, and <laughs> I'm, I'm all scissor, jacked up on Mountain Dew. Right. I'm gonna scissor kick you with the back of the head, and I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Those three fucking lines are repeatedly talked about in my family like it's just a thing it's just a thing also the now, Jesus you, thing. now you got me in the mood to do nutty professor just for that scene right i, I throw this <laughs> knife between the crack of your ass <laughs> that scene it, it, it is one of the funniest hercules scenes hercules hercules that is one of the funniest scenes ever but Ugh. this fucking scene just you made that grace your bitch <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I just oh god I could just read the whole scene again and again and again. It's really I'm not going to do that. But um, it, it reminds so... me of, of a joke too. So uh, there's this man and a woman, right? Both of them virgins. You know they've been dating since high school, mm-hmm. and uh, they decided they're going to get married and they're going to wait till their wedding night to have sex for the first time, just because you know they've been together and they waited this long. Why not, right? So uh, night of the the the, the uh, before the wedding, husband comes up and says, "Hey, I gotta I gotta admit something to you." I got an infant-sized penis. 
And uh, she's like, well, that's okay, honey. I've never been with anyone before either. And she's like, to be honest with you, I stuffed my bra. So they both go to bed and feel good about themselves having, you know, told their deep, deepest, darkest secrets to each other. Next day they go through the wedding. It's the wedding night. And she's all in bed laying there and, uh, you know, pulls the covers back when he comes in. Um, and she, she's like looking, you know, like exactly how she described. And he's like, oh, honey, I love you. And uh, he he pulls his towel off and she starts screaming. And he's like, what? I said it was infant size. 17 inches, 8 pounds, 7 ounces. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> That's our, we're I hear him say infant, like infant, yep. 8 pounds, 7 ounces. 8 pounds, 7 ounces, baby Jesus. Yeah, it reminds me of that joke every time I hear it. Oh, that's fucking great. Oh, man. So, yeah, so we get through dinner, and we are, we are now at the uh, Texas Motor Speedway for the Dickies 500. Uh, it's race day, and uh, Ricky heads to the ticket booth to confirm that the tickets he leaves for his father are there, and he does this every race. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the ticket seller confirms that the tickets are there, um, and as Ricky leaves... You know, he says, yeah, the heart's a mysterious place, whatever he says. And he says, let's sell these bitches because <laughs> he knows Ricky's dad's not coming. Um, yep. So now we've got, you know, we're in the race. We're towards the end of the race. And uh, Ricky and Cal set up for their patented slingshot move where Ricky's behind Cal and he drafts behind him and then he shoots around him to to win. Yep. Can you believe um, this? I've never seen anyone do this for a teammate before. Yeah, I know. So in this case, they cause a small wreck. Um, you know, him and Jamie McMurray, who's actually a real NASCAR driver, yep. uh, they get in a bit of a wreck. Um, so it turns out that the car spins around. So Ricky actually drives backwards uh, to to win the race by a hair. Yep. Um, in the process, he, boogity, flips boogity, boogity. <laughs> yeah, he flips off the uh, the other driver. He flips off Jamie McMurray. It's real nice. I got it at Targets on sale. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got another quick clip that also gets quoted in the house all the time. I, I don't want to be raining on your parade. Yeah. But I got to tell you, that was some of the dumbest driving I have ever seen in my life. Thank you. And I know you won the race. You're not going to live forever. I'm not stupid, Lucius. No one lives forever. No one. But with uh, advances in modern science, my high-level income, I mean, it's not crazy to think I can't live to be 245, maybe 300. <laughs> Heck, I just read in the newspaper they put a pig heart in some guy from Russia. You know what? I mean, do you know what that means? No, I don't know what that means. I guess longer life. Well, no, he didn't live. Oh, he didn't live. No. Oh. It's just okay. exciting that we're trying things like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just the whole 245, 300 and the fucking, no, he didn't live. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just in the house all the time. Every time I think of MCD, though, I think of him in the slamming salmon where he, he like punches the fish. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make the fish your bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, we get to meet Mr. Dennett up close. That's uh, played by Greg German uh, and his very drunk wife, Molly Shannon. Yep. Um, again, she steals every scene in his fucking movie. They arrive post-race to chastise Ricky for his uh, flipping the bird of the other driver. Um, Ricky asked Dennett if he's got an experimental surgery to have his <laughs> balls removed. <laughs> you know, and obviously there's a clear sense that Dennett dislikes Ricky yeah. on a fucking molecular level. Um, 
Ricky's fucking busting his balls and he's just, I said with all due respect, it's in the Geneva Convention. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> it's how it works, you know? Yeah, he could say anything he wants as long as he says with all due yeah. respect. Um, so we are now at the uh, the pit stop, a local warding hole where the crew is celebrating their uh, their most recent win. Uh, <laughs> this, this is here we see Glenn seeking advice on what to get his grandma for their birthday and Kyle suggests a coffin and a yeah. gigolo. It's fucking great. Um, uh, no, you should get her a uh, a gigolo. Yeah, get her a gigolo. It doesn't matter how old you are. You want to get fucked. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we see Cal talking to Ricky, and uh, he's bringing up the suggestion. Maybe, you know, maybe I can win a race one day. And how, Ricky's not having it, man. How can he's two, like, have two number ones? Yeah, it's it, it's not like you're finishing 18 seconds nice. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, Cal's like, I'll just bury it deep down inside and never bring it up again. Ricky's like, never bring it up again. Um, and so we're now ready to meet the uh, the movie's antagonist, uh, Jean Girard, played by Sasha Baron Cohen. Which I didn't even realize this really... was Sasha Baron Cohen at first. I know. Because Borat came clip. out after this, right? What's that? This came out oh, before yeah. Borat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Ricky will be. Yeah. This is after, uh, what's the other fucking movie that he did? That's so great. Um, oh, Ali G. Oh, Ali G. Ali in the G. house. That movie is so. We got to do that house sometime. That fucking movie. That movie <laughs> my, is so good. My favorite line in that movie is when he's standing at the border crossing and he's letting women in. Fit, fit. Yeah. Back to Slovenia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're in a long clip, but here we get to meet Jean Girard. Tape of something dying or something. Hey, turn that crap off! What's going on? I want this music out of my head. Hey, turn that off! <gasps> turn that off right now! Why did you stop the jazz music? Was it not pleasant for you? No one plays jazz here at the pit stop, okay? So why is the song on the jukebox? We keep it on there for profiling purposes. <laughs> we also got the pet shop boys and seal. <laughs> My name is Jean Girard. And I am a racing car driver just like you. Except I am from Formula Earth. I am the greatest one in the whole world. I have been following your career with great interest, Monsieur Bubi. I can't understand a word you said the whole time. Did you eat some peanut butter or something? Yeah, you sound like a dog with peanut butter on the roof of your mouth. <laughs> I think what you are hearing is my accent. I am a French. You say you're French? We. Oui. We? Oui? No, we are not French. <laughs> We're, We're American, because <laughs> you're in America, okay? Greatest country on the planet. Well, what have you given the world apart from uh, George Bush, uh, Cheerios, and the Fai Master? Chinese food? Chinese food. That's from China. Pizza? <laughs> Italy. Chimichanga? Mexican. Really, smarty pants? What did French land give us? We invented the democracy, existentialism, and the blowjob. <laughs> Those are three pretty good things. <laughs> hey, well, that last one's pretty cool. And Soissons Neuf. You know the 69 with the head near the, that bit? We came up with it. We created the missionary position. You're welcome. You're welcome. Ricky Bubi. 
I have come here to defeat you. Oh, well, there's strikes two and three right there. <laughs> Did you hear what you said? <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to America, amigo. <laughs> But I am faster. Right, you let go of me, you Formula One jazz nut job! Like the frightened baby chipmunk. You are scared by anything that is different. I will let you go, Ricky. But first, I want you to say I love crepes. Don't you say it, Ricky. These colors don't run. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Good. Hey, look, Frenchie, I thought about it. So why don't you go ahead and break my arm? I do not want to break your arm, Monsieur Bobby, but I am a man of my word. Here's the deal. He's not gonna break it, because I'm gonna slip out of it right now. Who did he? Someone might as well give me a beer while I'm down here. But you have forced me to do this. You are now mocking me and making me look ridiculous. Just say, I love crepes. No. Just to put this in there, yeah. I had a whole mess of crepes this morning. They're just like pancakes, maybe even better. Wait, are they the really thin pancakes? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. They are the really thin pancakes. It's just a French word for them. Oh, my God, I love Whatever those. syrups you want on them and stuff. I'm just saying, think about it. They go with cheese sometimes? <laughs> yes, of course, and fromage crepe. Well, why didn't someone yell at it right, right away? <laughs> Do you know what's in the crepe, Suzette? Oh, I love the crepe, Suzette. <laughs> with the sugar and yeah, the, the sugar lemon juice. the lemon juice, sure. Oh, yeah. I, w I wish I could crawl into one of those right now. <laughs> right, my way out from the inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tasty. Oh, man, you know, either way this goes down, can we go get some after we're done? <laughs> Absolutely, we're going to do that. Bon, so what if you just said, I love a really thin pancakes? That is a fair compromise, no? That is a fair compromise. That's very, very fair. Good out. Okay. Now, because then everyone know I really make crepes. That's actually a pretty good compromise right there. Why do you want me to break your arm so badly? You don't understand. You don't understand because you don't understand liberty. You don't understand freedom. So you put a crack in my arm like the crack in the liberty bell. You hear me? Hey, it's just between you and me, okay? Yeah. I mean, forget all these other guys, but he did give you a pretty decent out. But it's your call. What do you think? Don't say it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> nope. Break it, Pepe Le Pew! As you wish. Oh! 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 He actually did it! Oh, oh, you did it! Yeah, back off! Oh! He did it! He did it! Oh, I say it. No, you did not! Your injury is one of ignorance and pride. Au revoir. Hold it right there, Mr. Fancy Pants Foreigner. He just broke my <laughs> bro's arm. Now you're about to get tasered. <laughs> say hello to Dr. Watts. <laughs> <laughs> I need you all to step away from my driver. <laughs> so good. Oh, it is so fucking funny. You know, I mean, that's pretty good out right there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good out. I like how the whole time he's like, I do love those. I love crepes. Oh, I love crepes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's saying he's it. Saying. He's only said it like six times. What do you think, Cal? Don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> I break it, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> such a good scene. I love how, like, <clears throat> fucking Gerard just like, I don't really want to break your arm. Why do you want to break your arm so bad? That's because you don't my... understand liberty. I know. Just I'm put a man crack in my arm like the crack in the liberty bell. <laughs> <laughs> so we hear a gunshot at the end of that. That's uh, Dennett arriving. Uh, he's there to inform Ricky that Gerard is the next Dennett, Rating super Dennett Racing Superstar. 
Um, at this point, we also meet Gerard's husband, uh, <laughs> Gregory, yeah. played Andy by Andy Richter. Um, and obviously, the fact that he has a husband does not sit well with the team. <laughs> this is my um, uh, husband. Yeah. Gregory. So uh, we're going to roll a clip and then we'll take a break. So this is a quick clip. So roll this one. Everyone is talking about this new driver, John Girard. Let's find out a little bit more about him from our reporter, Davey Wessling. Talented, eccentric, dominating. These are the words that define Jean Girard. Before each race, Jean Girard spends time with his world-class horses, who are also gay. Jean's days are filled hey. with sun-drenched walks with his beloved husband, Gregory. Though Gregory is no stay-at-home spouse, he's a world-class trainer of German shepherds. Only time will tell if Jean's foray into NASCAR will end up in victory lane. <laughs> you know how you can tell the, the horses are gay? Yeah. Because they eat hay. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> that's also a line that gets used in the house we're also gay um yeah all right so we are going to take a break um i can't promise we're going to wrap this up in the second hour it's probably not going to happen yeah um but i'm looking forward to it so uh we'll be right back hey you guys want to uh grab a beer oh always sounds good to me all right, I got a spot. Hourglass yeah. Brewing in Longwood, Florida. I don't know. Now, listen, Doug, I know you're from out of town. This is the place I go for all my local craft beer. Delicious, 40 beers on tap. And the best part is it's a haven for nerds like me, like you. Yeah, the 240-seat Longwood Tap Room. They stock that with nerd nostalgia, video games, board games, cornhole boards. They even have a dog-friendly patio. You can't beat that. I absolutely love it. I mean, I feel like I know this this uh, establishment just from Eric's Instagram and Facebook because he's there a lot. Um, they support his art and the local artists in the area. And uh, I'm excited. The first time I get back down to Florida with these two guys, uh, we're heading over there. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Yes, the art, the arcades, the pinball machines. There is uh, literally an homage painted on the wall to uh, Rick Moranis and Spaceballs. I mean, what more can you ask for in a brewery? Hourglass Brewing, Longwood, Florida. Uh, check it out. Go there. They are sponsors of the show. They support us. Go support them. Mm-hmm. 